1: Okay.
0: Is her name, is her voice different? I don't think so. Oh, okay. The Zoom lady <laughs> recording our meeting. I am on my different computer, so maybe the speaker just sounded weird. It sounded like she was speaking slower. <laughs> Honestly, we haven't recorded this podcast in a few weeks. Maybe that one got
2: fired and it's a whole new woman. It's a whole new Yeah, woman. maybe.
0: That's true. Well, it- She's knocking it out of the park, as they say. She's killing the game. Killing it. Killing it.
2: After a two week hiatus and many messages from you all, it's so nice to be missed. We're back taping an all new episode of the A Block. Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline, all joining you from various locales. We are via Zoom because it's the year 2022,
1: but we're back and we're ready to party. Oh, baby, we're back. Happy to be here. What do y'all prefer, Zoom or Teams?
2: So I've definitely done Zoom a lot more. I've done Teams a couple times. And so I pres- prefer Zoom because I'm not as familiar with Teams. So the few times I've had to be on a Teams call, I feel like I'm like, oh, God, oh, uh, uh,
1: I don't know. Am I doing this right? Am I signed in? I don't know.
2: So for me, yeah. it's Zoom because of familiarity.
1: Same. Every time I feel like I have to do a Teams call, I feel like I'm an Apple user, user trying to figure out how to work an Android phone. Oh. Um, that's just how it makes me feel. Um, yeah, I really don't like it. It confuses me. And I would just rather stick to Zoom because it's what I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, a te- I'm a Teams girl.
1: You're a, a team
2: Teams girl? I like Teams. I want to call you a Teamster, but that has other
0: connotations. A, yeah, so it's a different thing. That's different. You're not a Teamster. Yeah. Okay, let's that up. I'm a Teamster, but I do like Teams. It's because I, I use it all day long, but I enjoy it. Is that what you guys mainly use at the yeah. office? Yes. And I think I just associate Zoom with like the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. So. Like
2: I literally had never even heard of Zoom before
0: 2020. Had never I even know. heard of me.
1: I don't really think anyone
0: did. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> is yeah. I think my mom told me about Zoom, which is wild.
2: Which I saw on your Instagram. Your mother just had a birthday. Happy birthday to Susan Crouch. Honestly the inspiration for our podcast. That's right.
0: She is 71 and she would love for you to know that because she's very proud of being her age. She just said it the other day, she goes, well, a, I was very proud to make it to 70 because neither of her parents lived that long. So she just feels she's happy to live longer. And then she just thinks it's neat. I love (laughs) telling people I'm 70 and now she's 71. So go Susan, go. We're proud of you. As my dad said, she's a very young 71-year-old, except for when you see her, get up and try and start walking. <laughs> like an Old woman, but everything else, very young.
1: <laughs> I love that she just describes it as being neat. I just think it's mm-hmm. neat. It's neat.
0: It's my neat. My mother always,
2: and it's a funny story in our family, my mother's, my mom's mom. And mom's like, I, what kind of mother says this to her child? Apparently my mom was a child. My grandmother would say to her, now, honey, I've just known I'm not going to live a long life. I've always known that. My grandmother is now 88 years old. And so my mom was like, she said it like, I, Nanny was like, I don't know, I just always felt that way. Mom's like, I don't know, but why would you say that to your children when they're little? And she would just say, well, I, I just know I'm not going to live a long life. And then every year she'd get into her fifties, her sixties, her seventies. Now she's near 90. And we're like, well, boy, you were wrong, ma'am.
0: And <laughs> That's so yeah, that is probably scarring for a child. <laughs> my mom's like, Why would she say that to me? We're like, who knows? She's like,
2: it's what I thought at the time. Let it go. <laughs> like, Do you live a life of crime? Like, were you afraid it was going to catch up to you? Like, I mean, you were an elementary teacher. Like, what What were you doing? You
0: have a hit out on you? Yeah. Honestly, we found out she was a teamster. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, you know, people ha- can live all kinds of lives. You know what? Right. first. There- <laughs> My parents just, my parents
1: will just be like, you know, well, when I'm gone and it's like, okay, like. I hate that. I'm they like, always no. say stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, I, so my parents are a little bit older than y'alls and it's now just become such a thing where I used to be so offended when they would talk about it. And now we're just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's so morbid. We just, and like my mom truthfully came very close to dying. So I think ever since then we just got really desensitized, but the way we talk about the fact that they will die and, or like what we, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, what's the weather like today? Um, and that's over there for the day I die. Don't forget that you need that in your purse or something. I don't know. I I don't know how to, it's just very nonchalant.
2: (laughs) Taking care of the will and things, taking care of the house,
0: or like toasts at birthdays and being like, "Well, we really hope you're here this time next year, and if you're not, we're thankful for the time we've had." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but You know, way, right? You're so comfortable with it, but in a way, it's like, "Good lord!" It's I know. like, "Oh God!" I've, I'm, I've been very bothered, and I think we have talked about this before. Bothered by death since I was a little child. And this actually came up at my mom's birthday dinner last night. And my parents were saying, from the moment you could like have a thought and express it, I was talking about death and how sad I was to be the youngest in my family because I'm going to have to watch everybody die. And I would like scream <laughs> and cry that like as going to bed every night. And my parents were like, oh, hey
2: you're like anyway get ready for second grade tomorrow what are you pretty
0: younger than that like <clears throat> no I was tiny talking about I'm gonna watch everyone die and I'm gonna be all alone oh my gosh what happened where you got that thought in your head no one knows no one knows I mean it's just that's the way I'm wired I guess that or oh my god by something like at that a,
2: at that age, I was fighting with my sister on which one of us was going to marry our dad. So I guess I can't relate.
1: Like, no, did it's really you? Normal.
2: Yeah. My sister wants to marry dad when we get older. <laughs> like, and that we thought that was totally normal. And I feel like I've heard, I mean, yeah, but Claire's over there like planning funerals. She's like, I've got to get started now. I'm dressed in black, refusing to make connections
0: <laughs> because I know they'll all leave me. She's already in mourning, just yeah. preparing herself.
2: Anytime she met a new friend in school, she'd say, Oh, what's the point? You're going to die anyway.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is not that far from the truth. And I feel like there's definitely a component of my personality to this day that is affected. But
2: I mean, I, it's the same rabbit hole I go down when I think about space and the size of the universe. I get really afraid. If I think about death too often and the fact that it is a real, a reality, it, I get that same sick feeling and weirdness and I have to immediately change course. So I tend to think about it at all unless I absolutely have to, because I'm just like,
0: "Uh, I don't like it. Spiral out of control. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When I start to think about it, I'm like, okay, a spiral's coming. I'm like, stop it.
2: Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to ruin today. And for all I know, it's my last day on earth. No? Okay.
0: Yeah. Mm Yeah. I was talking about that today at work. I was talking, so... Uh, no, I shouldn't express these thoughts, uh, for, for the public to hear. <laughs> uh, uh I just want someone to turn me,
2: into <laughs> you know, and that's good. It's good that you could censor yourself. <laughs> Every now and then
0: I forget, like, no, not everybody's going to understand where I'm coming from. Y'all, they, not everybody knows me like y'all do. So like, uh-huh. sorry. you know, and that's
2: the double-edged sword of a podcast. People listen. <laughs> talk but then partly you're like stop censoring
0: us I, know, I, just, I don't I don't want to hear about it from anybody
1: yeah, and they're always going to have something to say as well you know say things that are borderline criminal like
2: Claire was about to say probably
0: <laughs> yes 100 <100%. laughs> <laughs> percent ah well what the hell uh, what's been going on with everyone so we have all we're well like had changes in schedules and then we could not get our act together aka I could not get my act together on re- figuring out well, what day I was available. Um, <laughs> you were in the Pacific time as well. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. But, but then I couldn't I couldn't remember what days I was available things just changed completely so it took us it was a journey to discovering what day we could actually record this podcast again.
2: Yeah but for it's literally, yeah. One week Claire was on a work trip for yeah, and literally on Pacific time and Jacqueline and I are both on Eastern so there was literally no way. And then yeah, now I am doing morning news again. Um and so now I'm having to get up super early and then we had some other conflicts where I mean, yeah. Sketch, so yeah, that's what we had to take two weeks off for everybody just because of purely scheduling contract conflicts. There was literally no way to record this podcast that wasn't going to put one or multiple of us out at ridiculous hours or just impossible. You so. guys
0: are really busy. We live a fast paced lifestyle. <laughs> don't
2: Honestly. Um,
0: I'm sitting never- on the couch in just a shirt and my underwear. <laughs> You're just Winnie the Pooh in it. Winnie I, the Pooh. Donald Duck in it. I
1: love it. I love, love it. Um, love, I, it am, love it. Love it. I what?
2: I'll I'll just catch up. I'll just start our catch up. I'm currently wearing a wrist brace. What, what? happened? Being very cool. Very cool. I, you guys, and this is going to be a totally normal sentence. Um, I sprained my wrist severely playing virtual reality.
0: Uh huh. Okay.
2: All right. It happens. Um, we were filming a segment for the Leon Haley show at this virtual reality place in Lexington. I know, like, Jack was dying laughing. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's so stupid. I was like, this would only happen to me. And it, we were playing, and it was like four of us, and we were playing this zombie killing virtual reality game. So you have headsets on, and you're holding it kind of like those Wii handles. And so you can't see anyone really. So one at Lee died in the game, and I had to revive him. And to revive, you simply placed your hand on their shoulder. Well, I thought he was further away from me. So as I go to place my hand on his shoulder and I was very excited, I guess, I just punched his shoulder as hard as I possibly could and jammed my wrist so hard. Oh
0: my gosh.
2: Oh my God, that sounds so,
1: oh, like uncomfortable.
2: Jam your finger or you jam your toe. It's like that, but my whole wrist, it was almost two weeks ago and it still is not, it's a lot better than it was. Um. But I was like, wow, 34-year-old Haley doesn't snap back from a minor injury like a 19-year-old Haley did. So I got to go to Walgreens and go in that really cool section where they have those portable toilets and men's urinal things, canes, and and I got this wrist brace for $19. Thank you, Walgreens. It's actually helped a lot, but that's uh, one thing that's going on with me. As I mentioned, also had that schedule change. Yeah, Lee and I still do the Lee and Haley show, but now we are anchoring uh the morning news on abc 36 in lexington so if you're in lexington check us out five to seven a.m um but that's actually been really fun it has been a schedule change getting up early again um but i'm actually really enjoying it i have really missed actually doing news because lean haley shows like a comedy entertainment show and it's a blast but i actually really missed kind of my background in news so it's been really fun and adjusting to the time schedule aside from my bum wrist has not been that hard so good actually been really good and i think it's because Claire knows Claire as if you guys are from Lexington Claire and I both did morning news at Lex 18 and that show started at four 30 oh, at ABC 36. It doesn't start till five. And, and so I can get
0: up. It is important. It is, oh, it is so minute. important.
2: It is unbelievable. I truly think that's why the schedule hasn't been as hard because I've been able to get up at least 30 minutes later than I used to. And it makes, it makes it feel like you're not getting up in the middle of the night. It makes it feel like you're getting up in the early morning.
0: Well, cause four 30 is not normal. Five o'clock. I'm like, that's, that is like, a, a semi-normal time yeah 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 it
2: is like yeah. oh yeah at five like I feel like a lot of people get up at five or yeah, yeah I'm
1: like I um, have to be like at some early shift at five like it's not totally yeah it doesn't you know, weird like Claire said yeah
2: yeah it doesn't feel like a really where you wake up and you feel like no one else is awake like I feel like I'm just like waking up and I've already ever slept once on accident though I did the classic turn my alarm off I'm gonna lay here for 10 more minutes it already? was a fun <laughs> time I did it. <laughs> And I truly was like, you got to be kidding. But I made it on time, got on set, knocked it out. No one had any idea. And I was like, oh,
1: that's the best feeling. But like, it's so
2: stressful. And then it's
1: over with. And you're like,
2: I'm like, did that happen? I can't believe I did that. Yes, Am I I, superwoman? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. So anyway, yeah, I was like, I would oversleep a week and a half in. But I was like, you know what? I still made it. No problems happened. No one on here would have known. But I'm going to have to start doing the thing again where I put my phone in the bathroom. So I have to get up to turn the alarm off. Because to me, that was key when I did the morning show before. Otherwise, I would always oversleep. Oh, yeah. Because you turn that phone off and you roll right back over. It's like you got to get out of bed. You got to get out of bed and turn the alarm off.
0: I oversleep even now. I've always been bad at waking up. But like just the other day. And I should wake up. I should get up and get out of bed at 630. I can't. I have to wait till seven. My body refuses. The other day, yeah. I woke up at eight fifteen. I was like, "Why?" <laughs> it's just you open your eyes and you're just like, "Is this? Is this really how we're doing this?" Like, <laughs> wait. Dude. So wait. So when you do that, are you
1: hitting snooze like every? Like, are you just keeping snooze, snooze,
0: girl? I'm or just. Are you just laying in bed scrolling? No, I'm just. I set still to this day four alarms and I just turn them all off and go right back to bed <laughs> Not interested in looking at my phone, not interested in snooze, just turn it off and go to sleep. And then what wake time up- going to sleep, like what time are you getting in bed and going to sleep? Well, I made a new rule for myself and I've been pretty good about abiding by it that like I have to be in bed and like under the covers and tucked in saying my prayers by 11. <laughs> Okay. That's good. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so good. But that's I good. really think if I wanted to feel my very best in the morning and have like the proper amount of time that an adult needs to like have a morning routine, I should be in bed by 10 and waking up at whatever the math is seven hours after that. Cause seven hours of sleep is my magic hour. Okay. But eight hours. Usually I'm in the next cycle and I wake up groggy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your body okay. best at seven hours. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: that for me is key. It's like setting that, like you said, you've made a rule for yourself. If I don't have a rule, I'll always go to bed too late because I never really feel that tired. But it's like if I don't set a rule of like, and for me, the rule has to be I have to start getting ready for bed at this time.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to be in bed
2: by eleven. Eleven rolls around and I'm still on the couch watching Netflix, and I'm like, Ugh. so for yeah. me. I would- Ten o'clock. I'm going upstairs and getting ready for bed. So then I'm in bed, ready to fall asleep by eleven. Oh. I'm still trying to figure out what time to go to bed right now. I'm just, I don't know, like eight or nine because I'm getting up at like three thirty, four, three, three, yeah, three thirty or four. So I'm just kind of still trying to figure it out. Anyway,
0: it so bad. I'm sorry. Ugh. It's not.
2: Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Great. It's not great, but. I don't know. I guess I'm enjoying the work so much. It's not that bad. And I kind of like the solitude. Like really I get up and it's just me and like, I get up and I go to the bathroom and I get ready. My husband's still asleep. And then, um, i my dog and I just go downstairs and I make my coffee, chill a little bit, then get ready. Cause I've been showering at night, which is, um, yeah, something I've been doing, which has been nice. Um, anyway, so anyway, um, wait, Claire, what time are you supposed to be at work?
0: Eight a- <laughs> that you woke up at eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, really gonna say nine. A- no, no, it was <laughs> that starting point. Um,
2: well, I have a work phone but and like call, Claire, where are you? And you're like, Hey, so sorry, dealing with a crisis.
0: Uh, plumbing, you know, like the plumbers <laughs> here. I don't know. Um, my first job out of college, um, at Vanity Fair magazine, I, um, you, I lived pretty far away from the office. The office was in Times Square. I lived in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn. And it was truly like a scenario where if I woke up 10 minutes late, I was late to work. Like uh, I, I just lived that far enough away that there was no wiggle room and like catching the trains and everything. It was just. Oh uh, yeah. You're at the mercy of that public transit. Yeah. schedule. And so by like month three I had blown through any possible excuse I could ever come up with. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to really have to start getting to work on time. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, there's a leak. Um, and, or we're expecting something. So someone has to be here. And then actually one time, and I mean, they, I guess they believed me, but I did feel a little bit like the boy who cried wolf. Our apartment got broken into and a bunch of stuff got stolen and I, there I was having to tell my boss and she was like, okay, okay, sure. But I mean, that one was true, but I was definitely a delinquent at 22. But here, so it's a pretty loose eight o'clock arrival time. I mm-hmm. like before nine is crucial and between eight and eight thirty is really like the sweet spot but I have a work phone I'm always as long as I'm reachable everything is going to be okay yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah but but it's not like you're rolling in at 11 a.m no too. you yeah. know although one week I was because I was sick and I refused to like admit it but I literally put not put it together and finally they were like hey Claire stop coming to work please just go home you don't feel <laughs> And it wasn't no, like, I, it. I had like a stump, like my stomach hurt. I don't know. I just and I could not move it. So anyway.
2: Okay, Jacqueline, what about you? Update us on your sleep
1: schedule because apparently that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah. So I'm on a little bit of a different sleep schedule. Um, I mean, not really. It's like the same thing that it's normally been, but um, what's new with me is I got a new job. Ooh, so yeah. um I'm still kind of getting the groove of it. Um yeah, so I will share more. I think probably next week. Exciting! Uh, Just get the hang of it. But yeah, I'm excited. I like it so far. Um, but yeah, it requires me to be majority in the office, which is interesting because I did not think I would go back to something like that. But it's a very like chill situation. Um, but yeah, so but everyone and there's not very many of us, but everyone who works out of the office usually gets there between like eight thirty and like 10. Okay. So nice. Did you start this week or last week, or I mean, it's pretty, um, today was my first day. <laughs> oh my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. So I just was like, Oh God,
2: <laughs> you know, and in a way, yeah, you're right. Because it has been years since Most people have had to work in an office, you know, and you're one of those included, you know, at least on a regular, regular schedule, like it was before the pandemic. Yeah. So I'm sure it's a bit of a shell shock to be like, oh, I have to be here at a certain time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I used to work out before like works and now I'm like, do I want to do that? How early do I want? I'm just, so I'm just like trying to figure that out. So, Yeah.
2: yeah. It's so hard to find because it's like I think the way the human brain works, or most humans at least, is you got to find that rhythm and that routine. It's like well, I think, at least for me and most people, it's like you yeah, crave, you need that routine, so you'll figure
1: it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I, I think I'm going to be like a more like a probably like earlier morning person, workout before work, all that stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'll share more. I think next. I'm just going to try to get the hang of it and yeah,
2: yeah nice yeah well has anything funny happened to anyone anything remarkable or ridiculous that they want to share since it has been I mean it'll be three weeks since we recorded anyone else sprain a wrist or realize the fragility of their body as they get older no just me
1: okay
0: no I don't think I've had anything like that happen
1: yeah I don't think so
0: either me I either of, like have I had anything funny happen I was at the airport, so surely something funny happened at the airport. But love an airport. I don't remember actually. Oh, actually, something funny did happen. Funny okay. in a relative term. Love uh, it. I uh was in Seattle for work and A, it was beautiful. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. And it was I just got to enjoy the weather more than anything. And that was really nice. And food. I was just eating. I was in my own personal eating challenge. Uh Um, But one night I went to this restaurant with two little friends I made at this conference I was at. And so I kind of conned them into going to dinner with me and I'd made reservations at one place. And then we ended up going to this other place where you can't make a reservation, but if you get there, they'll give you a table. And so... We were like, let's go to, this story's not funny, by the way. Like, <laughs> I look forward to hearing about it. I went to, I dined out last night. Um, <laughs> no, hey. um, we went to this restaurant, the Walrus and the Carpenter. And it's in the Ballard district of Seattle. If anybody's following and taking notes and it really highly reviewed, I had read about it. And then actually a good friend of mine, Noel, what's up? Um, had recommended it as well. So I was like, okay, that's two sources recommending this place. We got to do it. And that was a place that didn't take reservations. So the plan was try and get in at the place that doesn't take reservations. If the wait is too long or whatever, we'll go to the place where we do have the reservation. So we get there and there's like a line and I put my. I walk up to the front, and the host. It was like, ask me how many. I said three. He goes, you know what? I've got a table for you right now. Hold on, just one second. And everyone else was having to put their name down. Oh, like oh my gosh, yes. And everyone and the two people I was with, they're like, "Whoa, are you secretly famous or something?" And I was like, it's yeah. a secret, baby. I'm huge in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I know." And so then, like, we just like. Are like kind of like smug about it. We're like, yeah, we're about to get this table. We're, we're, yeah, suckers. Like, I don't know. We were just feeling pretty good. And it's also kind of awkward. The three of us don't know each other. We're just kind of like trying to, you know, make it through this week. To go to dinner with, yeah. And we start noticing, or like I start noticing, really, I'm like, they've definitely it's been longer than like a couple minutes. It, like I'm watching multiple people get seated. I'm watching lots of people leave and more people. Get- oh no. And so then I start looking like I've got like a stick up my butt. Cause I'm like, um, I think he forgot about us. You know, I'm like, and so then I, here I am. And I have to walk up to this. I was like, I'm, I have to ask, I'm sorry. And they were getting uncomfortable. Cause I, and I was like, sometimes you just have to ask. Okay. And I say, yeah. hey, do we have a, um, Yeah. I I was like, is our, is our table up next? And he looked at me and he had that look in his eye, like I messed up. And he was like, ah, hold on. I'm so sorry. And so, Uh, and I said, well, do you at least want to take my name down and put us on the list? Like, cause, and he was like, yeah, let me go ahead and put my, your name down. So then he like babysat us and, and then got us, um, a table as soon as it opened up. So and it was fine. We were good-humored about it, but the funny thing about that was um is that by the time we sat down it was way later than the reservation I had made at the other place. So it was just like a disaster. But anyway, we sit down at this table and um they give us free bread and free olives. So it was like really nice bread with really nice butter and really nice olives to, as like a sorry for your trouble type of situation. Okay. Yeah. So like, okay. All is forgiven. We're good. And so then this place has like oysters. It has um, just really delicious food, kind of small plates. And you can order oysters by the oyster. So I could get just one oyster or I could get two oysters. And so oh. I, I got four oysters. Okay. And a glass of wine. Okay. And the other two people at my table, weren't having either of those things. And we're just eating the bread and the olives. But when we placed the oyster order, we also placed an order for all the other things we were going to get. We ordered like four other little small plates. We were all going to share. Yeah. So She brings over my oysters and she's like, all right, can I get you guys anything else? And we're like, no, we're good right now. And I'm eating my oysters and we're laughing and I'm having my wine and we're eating our free bread and olives. And the waitress comes over again. She's like, can I get you guys anything? And we're like, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're good. And like thinking like, well, we're just eating <laughs> our food. And so then the table next to us who sat down after us has gotten like three of their dishes and is like cleaning a plate. Oh
1: no. I was, no.
0: Like, I was like, you guys, I really think she forgot to put our order in and they're like, no, surely not. I was like, no, I was like, I'm sorry. This is again. I was like, I'm not a complainer at restaurants. I do not go yeah. to restaurants to complain, but I am sensing that something. Yeah. So then the waitress comes over and I said, "Hey, is our food coming?" And she was like, "You didn't order any food." And I was like, "Do not gaslight me!" And I, I said, yeah. "No, we did. We ordered the grilled squash, the eggplant, and the scallop crudo, uh, crudo or something." And she was like, um "Well, let me go check." And. I mean, it has been like 45 minutes, it, like a long time. And she comes oh, back. She's like, my I think, God. she's like, yeah, it's about to come right out. She would never own up to the fact that she forgot to put our order in and then charged us full price for everything. So we didn't get anything additionally. Oh, <gasps> I couldn't help myself at the end. Did not even couldn't... give you your food for free? No, we got nothing. And so at the end, well, because I wanted to say something to get Like something comped or whatever, but the two other people I was with, like I think actually would have like melted away. Like they could not; they were uncomfortable. And I was being totally not like (laughs) abrasive about it. I was like, "Hey, there's food coming. You you haven't done anything wrong. I'm sorry. You're literally like I'm just double checking stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And both times that I double checked, it was turned out to be warranted. But then after we paid and tipped and everything was fine the waitress came back over and I said, I, I was like, I think it's really funny that you think like she legitimately thought for a period of time that we came into this restaurant, we ate their free bread and free olives and literally ordered one glass of wine and four little oysters. And that's all we were going to order. And she goes, you know what, what I remember is that you didn't order a lot of oysters so I didn't need to come over to your table anymore. And I was like, what? You what? think? Because we weren't going to spend enough money? Like you, I don't, it was, it was a bizarre situation, but I was like, and I that said- That doesn't make, make any sense. sense. I because like, like, if I did not like, That would be so sad if we came to this restaurant and literally just ordered four, four little oysters and was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> but
2: it's so weird. Like the fact that she even said you didn't order any food, it's
0: like, Yeah, and then I had to like rattle it all off off the top of my head. I was like, we ordered all of these things. Like, we had a full conversation about the eggplant. Like, how did you forget that?
2: Yeah, it's truly, it's like, did you and the host guy up front, did you guys trip acid right before your shift tonight? Because you're both forgetful.
0: But afterwards, all was truly forgiven because we went to salt and straw ice cream afterwards. Okay. Um, One of the places I've been dying to go and I had some of the most delicious ice cream I've ever had, so. What flavors did you get? I got a carrot cake batter with pralines.
1: Oh my God, yum.
0: And then the other one was cold brew, caramel, cashew, brittle. Or something. Oh my it lord! That sounds legitimately so delicious. I could, I, and it just never stopped getting more delicious as I ate it. So that was just a wild little night out in Seattle where I was like, are, "Are are we dead?" And we went from feeling like them being like, "Are you famous? Like, do you know someone at this place?" To like us literally being ignored at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> so that was. I can't believe that she just thought
1: because you guys only ordered four oysters just to like basically ignore you. If anything, that would signal that you were going to order more food
0: or more drinks. Well, fine. Like what tipped me off is like the second time she was like, can I get y'all anything else? And I was like. The way she said that made me feel like she has no memory of the fact that we did. Yeah. Order food. She was saying like, what she like- do out?" Like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, are you on drugs? It's cool if you are, but like don't make it my problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 So- I mean, don't
2: gaslight me. Have you guys seen the TikTok where it says, I think I'm gonna start gaslighting you? And then the other person says, You're gonna start gaslighting me. And then she says, That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's funny. It's not good yeah, two people in conversation. I'm gonna start gaslighting you. You're gonna start gaslighting me? That's not what I said.
0: Wait. <laughs> like, yes. Speaking of TikTok, okay, yes. has it totally consumed your life? And by it, I mean the little boy who loves corn. It's got the, it has the juice. It yes. has the juice. When it's I tried it, everything changed. It never,
2: oh my gosh. I
0: it's didn't gone. get It's
2: like, I didn't see the original video until a few days after I saw everybody singing the song. And then when I saw the yeah. original video, I was like this kid is so pure
1: i know i had to look it up because i didn't understand what the hell I re- why everyone was singing this song but then i also didn't understand what everyone was saying i was like what are they saying yeah so then i like i had to search it on tiktok
0: but honestly
2: i mean i tend to agree with him corn is fire <laughs> corn is really good it has it's yeah, the- really good it has the juice
0: it's
2: yeah. It's got the knobs. Someone mm. sent to me because um, I have a Corgi and someone sent to me the cor the audio from corn, but had changed it to put it over the video of a Corgi. <laughs> and it was just like oh zo- corn with Corgi. And it was like, it has the juice. And it was bit zoomed in on a Corgi's shaking booty. <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, it has the juice.
0: It has the juice. It has the juice. Oh, it's so good. I just, I don't ever want it to go away. And someone was saying, they need to start playing this in the club. Like, this needs to be on Spotify. Cause it, oh, is. it totally will be. It's an amazing song. It is. And you find it's yourself, it.
2: Yeah. do you guys have, um, and I'm sure most people do. And there's a trend there where people just talk about the TikToks that get stuck in their head and they're just singing them all day. Do you guys ever find yourself, besides this corn one, obviously, but do you ever find yourself just on a random day just thinking of a TikTok audio in your head? or last but mine the one that got stuck in my head was oh it's uh, this week was
0: oh it's so cute capitalism really popped off today, today ladies <laughs> I, know, I, I say that I say that out loud in my apartment all the time capitalism popped it. off today ladies
1: <laughs> okay any Honestly, product, I don't think I've ever seen the tiktok with that audio
0: oh it's so good and it's the way oh. she says it too it's so perfect
2: it's so perfect. Jacqueline, she's like showing off a completely meaningless product that only exists in the modern day and age where it's like, due to capitalism, we can make and sell whatever we want in this country. Oh. Like, they use the product, but she's like, it's so cute. And then she just says, capitalism really popped off today, ladies. Oh my God, that's so funny. And so people put it over video. I, like, I saw it over, it was a wine glass that had a, um, the bottom of the wine glass had a glass pumpkin in it. Just <laughs> yeah. Like, really popped off today, ladies. And I'm like, yeah, it is truly the way she says it, and I'll say it in the way she says it, and I think it in my head when I, I say it. it. I'm like,
0: really popped off today, ladies. I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> so
1: funny. It's so. <laughs>
0: I, I'm, I'm like, all I want to do is like, sorry, I want to log off and just watch TikTok now. Honestly, that's. I know. Popular.
1: I'm. I'm gonna look up this. Capitalism one. Capitalism off today. So cute. Are you shitting me? Capitalism really popped off today, ladies. Ooh, ladies. Yeah, she says today, ladies.
2: I love her. Today. (gasps) We haven't talked about it yet. I cannot believe we haven't talked about it yet. And we're how many minutes into this podcast? Has anyone gotten the pumpkin cream cold brew?
0: No, I haven't. No, I haven't
2: yet. I haven't either because for some reason, so by the time this posts, it will be September 1st. I know the pumpkin spice latte came out like two days ago, but I, my staff was all saying they were going to get one yesterday or today. And I was like, no, I can't. I have to let it be September before I get it. I was like, I cannot be drinking something pumpkin in August. Like August is summer. I'm not ready to let it go, but I'm like fully excited to go get one tomorrow.
0: It is wild. A a shift has come. A a change in feeling is like, I feel it happening. And I'm like, what's going on? I don't know if the sun is going down a little bit earlier. Probably is. Uh-huh. No, yeah. I've noticed that. So it it's has. a little bit darker. And we've actually been getting rain a few days. So it's just been like grayer here. Mm-hmm. And it was a little chillier when I was in Seattle. So I'm mm-hmm. like, uh-huh, okay, it's happening. I'm being. The very distinct force. we are
2: sliding out of summer and sliding into fall. But I agree hundred percent.
0: And then today I was planning, I'm trying to plan like a little work event thing. And I was going to try and reserve some stuff. And they were like, oh, we're all booked up already through December. And I was like, what? what? And they were like, yeah, I mean, it's September tomorrow. So I, end of the year is going to be here before you know it. And I was like, what is happening? Why? Yeah, it's crazy that's crazy Um, yeah but you know time it do be flying it
2: do be be flying yeah so actually I'm gonna get one tomorrow or one day this week because I was like you know it's just it's so good like I wish they would just sell the pumpkin cream like I would like to buy a container of the pumpkin cream and just put it in my coffee at home every day I know I
1: need to figure out how to get that pumpkin cold foam like I need to I need to figure out like, how can I get that on, like, a shaken espresso? Like, is that possible? Oh, yeah, because it is, yeah. Um,
0: I'm getting, like, chills thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, wow. Capitalism. Capitalism really popped off today, ladies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guys, wherever you're listening, just know the three of us are thinking that in our heads as we're in line at Starbucks,
1: getting our popcorn film <laughs> Just know. Oh my goodness. That is so, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a person where I hate when people try to push fall on me. Like I cannot stand it. I don't like, I'm not a really a big fan of Halloween. I don't really like fall decor. And I'm just like, I just... Stop pushing fall on me in August, but, for, but I like pumpkin spice flavored things, mm-hmm. but I, have but to I like pumpkin spice flavored coffee, but that doesn't mean that it has to be fall right now. Yeah, no. No, I, I will be on board
2: when I feel like it, but I'm like, yeah, I need to soak in every last minute of summer because I'm a summer gal. I freaking love summer. And so, mm-hmm. and then once fall is here and I'm in the mindset, I do love it, but yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not there but, yet. Yeah, I'm not there. I saw someone post her mm-hmm. master's in law, she posted on her Instagram today. She was like, I'm all for fall, just not yet. Keep your pumpkin spice away from my summer margarita right now. <laughs> and I'm like,
0: Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Exactly. agree. Let me have all my seasons. Um, I just thought of something else, again, quote unquote funny, um, that happened over the past week when I was in Seattle. And it, it has to, it ties into a topic we had on our list to talk about. Okay. Yeah and but it's like a it's something that's happened to me a few times and I'll end with the most recent one where like I'll be in the elevator at work and I have my phone in my hand and I listen to my music on my way into work um and somehow I'm in the elevator with like a elevator full of like 50 year old like very serious men and like abba starts playing or like taylor swift starts playing Um, Yeah. When I was at my um, conference um, last week and I walked into the dead silent um, uh, lecture hall and I was late, and uh, (laughs) because I, yes, I did oversleep. um, And I started playing the song Betty by Young Gravy, and it was so (laughs) loud. I was like, I'm going to die and I was like Ooh, that's not me that's not me that's not me but of course I can't play anything cool so I, I immediately just gave it away and I was like yeah <laughs> good morning <laughs> hey guys what's
2: up anybody hey, young hey, baby? Baby. <laughs> what do y'all think he's dating Addison Ray's
1: mom what's the word oh, oh no. my god
0: this Honestly, I never, I think I had even said on this podcast before, I don't get Addison Ray. Like, I don't understand why she's famous. I feel terrible for this young woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Her parents are out here being humiliating. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine? Both of us. Both
1: of yes. us. What's the dad doing? Saying terrible so, things about her, her mother on social media. Well, that oh, is, so. It, so this whole thing kind of started because Addison Ray's dad, Monty, was being was rumored to like be dating this dating this TikToker that's basically like frenemies with Addison, and um, people were and she's like really she's like around Addison's age, so like mid twenties, like max. I think she's like twenty three or twenty four. And, yeah. and, um, Addison Ray's dad is obviously not that age. And then, um, she like exposed him for, um, and she was, you she know, do they do was questionable things. Things. what, or aren't her parents married? I think so. Yeah. Mm. They're so, married. Yeah. Um, and this, so this TikToker like exposed Monty for ju for like, I don't know, like just saying some questionable things and just, there's a lot of sketchiness around this guy. Um, And then, and it's been kind of going all around social media. And um, then Young Gravy is this rapper and he's known for liking hot moms. That's like his trope. Oh mm-hmm. God. And-
2: Oh, God, Peace. whatever you do, do not just Google Monty Ray. Apparently, there's a male porn star <laughs> named Monty Ray. Because I just. Well, think I, don't her. Think her, I don't think. No, it's, it's Monty, Monty Lopez. Lopez. It's Monty Lopez. Oh, yes. Ray is probably her middle name. Oh, Monty Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Monty I mean, just, Ray.
0: My,
2: I just typed in Monty Ray because I just instantly was like, well, her name's Addis. So I was wondering. Yeah, uh, Monty Ray uh, porn creator videos. Free. Oh, free amateur nudes. Oh. Um, oh. Oh, you can buy gifts and picks featuring Monty Ray. I'm not going to click any of these links because I don't. I assume it's a man, but it might be. I don't know. Anyway,
1: um, moving forward to Monty Lopez, Jacqueline. Back to you for to continue your live report. <laughs> um. So, so young gravy. Basically, it's his. It's his trope to be into hot moms. And he always is like, Sherry, you know, Asin's mom is so hot, blah, 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 blah. So they went to the VMAs together and they like made out of the red carpet or whatever the carpet is that they call it. And everyone was freaking out.
0: Yeah. Okay. First of all, I do just want to go on the record and say, I think young gravy's hot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: You know, there is. Okay. I'm looking at his pick right now and there is a little something there.
1: Right. Okay, I, I gotta, gotta say this. Here. He's he's not my personal choice, but he kind of has this um this energy that's I would say is equivalent or something kind of similar to like a like a Pete Davidson almost. Yeah, it's Conf- not like Conf- the like confidence is so hot. And it's not, and it's not like the, um, the normal, like super attractive, but it's just like, there's just
0: something about them. Like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. You know, I didn't to date my mom or anything, but like, I would literally die because <laughs> yeah, I, literally I, died. Just think about okay. being Addison Rae. So first of all, your parents only have notoriety because you got famous and, and she yes. brought them into it. Yes. And so now they're famous and they're like their own version of an influencer. And your mom is out in these streets making out with a a dude and wearing like really scantily clad clothes. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, think about it as if that was your mom, I would be horrified just on that alone, all the other things deleted. And then like, after this whole MTV thing, I just Googled Monty Lopez and Monty, this, this alone would also, I would never speak to my parents again Monty wrote in his August 28th Instagram stories over a mirror selfie in which he is shirtless with a towel wrapped around his lower body. Mirror, yeah. shirtless oh. towel. You are a father of a person. Like, think about the implications this has on your poor family. And they have another child, at least one, and said, and what he said about his ex-wife or, or estranged wife going to the VMAs with Young Gravy he said, unbothered, thank you, Young Gravy, for taking the leftovers.
2: That oh, is the mother really nice. who he was cheating with, allegedly, or yes. cheating with, allegedly. And now you're going to call her, that is so common. Like, that is so, re- like, sir, absolutely not. It's just, he's just gross. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should do porn. I mean, Wait, what? Let- Monty and Sherry tied the knot in 2004. The couple divorced years later. However, they remarried in 2017. So they're one of those oh. couples where you where they get married to each other a couple times. Seems like they should have stuck to it.
2: Yeah, they should have stuck to the divorce. Okay. Weird. I don't know.
0: I'm just I am horrified on behalf of Addison Ray. And I think I read somewhere the other day that she has unfollowed both of her parents on Instagram.
2: Oh, I mean, honestly, she's got to protect herself and her own mental health, whatever. It is based on us who don't know any of them, just seeing their posts and stuff is traumatic. Imagine, yeah, as you said, being there, I know, I and can't she's so that's all the comments she's getting right now on TikTok people talking about that, tagging her and stuff. Oh, yeah, poor thing. I just, I Addison, know. hey, honey, we're here for you. Holla at you, girls,
0: absolutely.
2: Okay, so so, so many other. Things that you know, that is one good thing about when we, I mean, we hated not recording episodes, but we got lots to talk about because there is so many pop culture stuff that we want to chit chat about. uh starting first with Midnight's Taylor yeah. Swift album. Hello, another gift we don't deserve from Mrs. T. Inject it into my veins. I'm so, I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I started this new routine and literally every morning since I started this morning show again, I've just listened to Taylor Swift music while I'm putting my makeup on and always starting with, I bet you think about me with Chris Stapleton. <laughs> for some reason, uh, that, one day I just like typed in, or the first day I typed in, because I liked it when I'm getting ready for the show, like listen to music or podcast. So I just typed in like Taylor Swift on YouTube and that was the first song that came up. So now I've listened to it first every single morning. Excellent choice. Such excellent. A good song. I'm like, that may change in a few days um, to something else, but I'm like, it's just, Taylor is so amazing. And we had a story on our show the other day that I can't remember what the purpose of the story was, but it basically was saying, someone was saying Taylor needs to be recognized as a modern day poet because some class that were there teaching about her, they were saying like literally some of the writing styles she employs in her songs mimic poetry. Like she is, you know, you think like, oh, yeah, song, she's, she's so good at that, but literally she is a writer that we appreciate now but I think we will appreciate more and more and more especially as people explain to us that just how talented she really is even more than we already already realized it's like she is writing words and spinning phrases in ways that we're like what
1: yeah I am I'm so excited just to hear like all of these songs that are you know about different points in her life and then trying to like connect those dots of like what is the, you know, is this song about when she was dating Harry Styles, is this song about when Kanye like interrupted her, you know, at the VMA, like, I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm very excited to like hear all of that. I'm also excited to hear what kind of style this album's going to be, if it's Uh going to be kind of similar to, you know, folklore and evermore, or if it's going to be like that, plus, more edgier i don't know i'm i'm very excited thing i just i can't wait i cannot wait to just be at home be in like my comfiest pjs with like a giant glass of cabernet and like listen to this whole album like i cannot (laughs) wait
2: (laughs) perfect you settling into fall evening like when you're ready you start your day with a with a pumpkin cream cold brew that night you've got a big glass of cabernet and taylor Mm that sounds
0: like a perfect night it really uh-huh. that's Pelican, when you know it's fall. emotional love it all love yeah, her I'm super excited um just because I mean she is an entertainer yeah every sense of the word that like no matter what she does I am entertained and I am interested and yeah I'm and it's so dramatic and like or melodramatic even I don't know I just I love her style I really liked her makeup and her styling for the VMAs too I thought oh my god me too really pretty she did look really really pretty she looked really pretty and then did you see people
2: did a side-by-side of the scene from look what you made me do where she the music video where she's laying in the tub with the red lip all the jewels on and I was like they were like so similar i wonder if that was what inspired her look or may not have been you know she was just looking gorgeous for the vmas but yeah they did a side-by-side i think it was on tiktok of her in the tub in that music video dressed in diamonds and red lipstick and yeah i was like oh gorge
0: yeah
1: she just looks so good
0: now i also saw the theory that they people thought she was trying to send a message through her dress that she is engaged and that instead of a ring she was wearing diamonds or it was like a troll oh oh hmm T, i, think,
2: doing I think we're i think we're reaching a little bit yeah he does he'll always reach yeah, yeah. We will always reach. um yeah she'll she'll do a callback years later so she may be but yeah that does seem like a reach but i'm excited let us know what y'all think what you're most excited about what you're hoping yeah the style might be
1: but so jazzed about tea yeah i'm just i just will forever be thankful to taylor swift for um saving us and giving us something to do during the pandemic yeah oh, absolutely
2: like that truly was I really think that I mean yeah we all can look back now and be like she was a lifesaver and just something to just another positive thing to get us through but I think in especially years from now when there is real documentation of positives and negatives and adaptations people made over the course of the pandemic like that's going to be one of the things people are going to be like literally she was a movement that kept so many people going
0: well Yeah. yeah it's like that her Dua Lipa oh that Lipa. album mm, I loved that album so much so mm. it's like, gonna be good thank you to my queens
1: um well something else I mean we've been waiting for a new Taylor music and uh we've also been waiting for Meghan Markle's podcast and it finally came out <laughs> yes a couple of you messaged really? us about tagged us and stuff about it have um, you guys listened to it yet I listened to the first episode. I haven't listened to the second episode And yet. the first one was with Serena, right? Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I haven't listened I to it yet. It.
2: Yeah.
0: It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it was interesting because they had recorded it before it was public that Serena was basically retiring from tennis. So then they had to do like a little like, oh, now we can talk about it, catch up, re-record or oh. additional recording. Um, it's interesting she definitely talks about things that like she makes reference to the last couple years or my husband or um, she kind of you are getting a little bit of like a peek behind the curtain and she is definitely being more like she's talking more now than she ever has but you're also or at least I was very much aware and again another situation where I'm not saying it's right or wrong she's just nothing is being said by accident. Like it's not, she's not, yeah, it's really curated. It's not a block, you know, it's not like (laughs) considering committing a crime and talking about it over this recording. Mm -hmm. Um, But but it's still a peek at her that we haven't gotten before. Um, And yeah, I mean, listen, I found, I found the episode really enjoying enjoyable and i liked listening to serena talk as well um so i'll listen to all of them but it just you know i don't think we're ever going to get the the real i know and i'm like i
2: wonder i just want her to i think what we talked about when we talked about this force, we just want her it would just be so nice because we had all agreed at one of our gripes with Harry and Megan is that everything, like you said, Jeff, it's just so curated and calculated. And there is nothing that is like natural and authentic and off the cuff. And we're not in that situation. You know, some, some of that stuff has to be that way, but it's like, that's what we're all craving. It's like, if you're going to leave a royal family and come to America and freedom and live in your own place, blah, blah, blah. It's like, just be real, be natural. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of why I haven't listened to it yet. Cause I'm just afraid I'll be annoyed.
1: Yeah. Um, I gotta say the first time I heard like the, when she was like this pot, you know, it's coming out and the topic that she was going to be talking about. I just was like, boring. Like that was my gut. That was like my yeah. reaction. And mm-hmm. I just was like, man, I just really hope that it, we find out more just about herself and her life and everything, yeah. but from, but I haven't listened to it yet, but from what Claire said, I think I'm going to I just never- out of sheer curiosity and it would be cool just to hear Serena listen and we've talked about it on here enough so I, I think would I'm gonna do it a chance
0: I would recommend it but I do think this podcast and I don't want to I, I think this podcast thinks it's like really saying something like uh, on like the first episode with yeah. ambition the second episode is diva and like I feel like you know, I mean, it's great to always hear other women talk, especially like successful women and women who have been in like the public eye and have faced adversity and this and that. But I'm kind of like, what's unique about this podcast, guys, is Meghan Markle? Like, that's what we want. Yeah, that's what's unique about it. <laughs> yeah, so why we need to we need to use to that? About yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not turning to you to learn about ambition.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, or why can't why can't they just title the episodes? serena williams mariah carey <laughs> <laughs> yeah not, why does it have to be like every like if they're as big as they are like you don't have to say diva so, like yeah everyone I basically I don't, think,
0: I don't think that's the title of the episode it's like the topic like she's having oh like, she's got it you know, okay the topic they discussed was ambition and like how ambitious being ambitious can be used negatively towards women like megan was called ambitious like i just don't uh, need mean- yeah, that's one reason I just simply <gasps> said to listen to
2: it. And I've been been—I've been a fan of Meghan Markle's the whole time. I've wanted the best for her. She's, you know, supporter. I'm like, girl, you do you well, support other women. But yeah, just in recent years, it's like, and as we've talked about before, yeah, just the fact that everything seems so planned out. I'm just, I don't know. It just, I'm, I just feel like, yeah, there's a cause. There's a reason behind it. There's nothing natural. And it's very, she's trying to teach us something. And I'm like, I just don't I don't see Meghan Markle as the authority on all topics I just don't and I'm afraid that's how it's going to come across to me personally yeah. and I'm just, I still am going to give it a shot because I do want to hear it, but I just am afraid that's going to irritate me and like some, like it does sometimes with other celebrities and I do think it's good for celebrities obviously to use their notoriety to help causes and stuff but sometimes I'm one of those people that get annoyed when I feel like a celebrity attaches themselves to teaching the rest of us about a cause and I'm like you don't
0: actually know that much about it so why are you acting like you're the authority on it um, I don't know. And also I don't, well, never mind. I, I I but all this being said, I enjoyed the podcast. I was like, I'm definitely gonna listen to the rest of the episode. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I, I like her, I do, and I also I read her interview in the cut. I subscribe to that. It's the New York magazine like offshoot oh. publication. And that was a really it was a more candid interview than I've read from her. Um, I read it last week. And so now, of course, my brain is, or I read it on Monday, I guess. um, And my brain is uh, fried at the moment. Um, So sorry, guys. Um, But uh, it was a good article. It was interesting to hear her or read her thoughts. And that was the article where she said, you know, why should I give the Royal Rota? So like, that's basically like the press corps at Buckingham palace pictures yeah. of my baby who you were calling the N word before I give the pictures to people who actually love this baby explain okay. that to me and make it make sense and then I'll do as you wish like it, so she said uh, it yeah. like real that that was I felt like that was a little bit more real and she does talk about like they've lost a lot um you know yeah. the situation with Harry's family is not good she I mean that stuff is mentioned and that's more than we've certainly have ever gotten well i mean except for the oprah interview oh sorry there's a a bird must have flown by the door and
2: ollie will not have it
0: no no trespassing of course um
1: no outsiders
2: yeah but no and i do think yeah because it's like no doubt they've been through a lot and it's not like we all don't think there's been challenging for harry and megan but i think it's like yeah that's what we're all wanting and hoping for it's like I want to hear more about what it was really like for them during that whole period. Cause it will help, you know, help us understand. But even if for some legal reasons and things like that, they can't, I would just settle for hearing. Yeah. What is, what's it like to be Megan and Harry today? Like, what is your routine? What is it like with the kids? Just share your life with us. If you want to, you know, or if you feel comfortable. Yeah. I
0: would think that would be really kind fun. Kind of does share a little bit of their life. I, I'll give it to her on that. The interview, I think was more telling than, um, than the podcast in terms of like reality now for her and Harry, but yeah at the same time that the interviewer even like makes note that like it feels like it's someone who's constantly aware of how they're going to be perceived, which you probably can't help but feel that way. Like
1: Yeah. I'm I'm sure the Royals made her feel that way. And then you know her husband obviously grew up like that. You know? Yeah. So but hopefully her, you know, doing that interview with The Cut and doing this podcast will make her, you know, like have faith in the public that people will like not destroy them to pieces and also just maybe be more comfortable with not being so
0: curated. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, time time will tell. Yeah. Really, really, all we have is time at this point.
1: I'm also excited to see who else
0: will be on her podcast. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. They kind of named a bunch of them. That, oh. um, they, yeah, the well, at least in the article or somewhere they listed it, and it was a lot of interesting people. Um, I wish Oprah was one of them. Well, yeah, I wish would have been perfect. I wish her friend Jessica Mulroney would be one because I know there was like all that weird drama, uh, and then she got uh-huh. like accused of like racism as well and so that would be an interesting convo mm-hmm. i wish Kate middleton would be one
2: <gasps>
0: i would actually love that that would be the that? most would be, podcast of all time that would be
2: oh my god it would blow up it would get so many oh man yeah um okay I need y'all to educate me on this. The next thing that we have on our rundown to talk about is Miss Flo, Olivia Wilde drama. And it now includes Shia LaBeouf. I've read, I've seen a couple headlines about this, but I know nothing about it. And so I'm jazzed to know.
0: Tell me everything. So there's a movie coming out called Don't Worry, Darling. Yes. By Olivia Wilde. Florence Pugh is in that movie. Florence yes. Pugh is a really good actress. Younger, she was the one. She had been dating Zach Braff for a long time. They recently broke up. Yes. That's her. Um, so, I guess in the beginning, when that film was first cast, Shia LaBeouf was going to be playing opposite her. Mm-hmm. And there were rumors that, um, you know, Shia has been accused of uh, domestic violence or assaulting someone. And um, Florence Pugh wasn't comfortable working with him. And then there were other rumors that Shia LaBeouf. Had just like a really intense, like demanding rehearsal method that Flo- Florence didn't want to buy into. So there was like some kind of issue in the beginning that caused Shia LaBeouf to leave the film, and the then that's when Harry Styles was cast in the role, and then he and Olivia Wilde started dating. Mm, yeah. 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 So then now, then that was like a year or so ago. And then now, like, in the past couple of weeks, it had come out, like, for some, for some reason, Shia LaBeouf has, like, resurfaced. And- because Olivia did an interview mm-hmm.
1: saying that she, so she's basically like, I'm, you know, since I'm a woman and I'm an actress, I made sure that Florence was paid a lot. And, you know, she, she basically is claiming that she fired Shia LaBeouf from the movie because of these domestic violence claims.
0: Uh, to, to stand, stand he, up for 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 Florence Pugh and, and then he Shia came at- out and s- to say that's not true I quit and then there's a video of Olivia Wilde like s- sending a video message to Shia LaBeouf begging him to not quit the film and calling, and then- and calling her maybe this will be a wake-up call to Miss Flo yes
1: and then there's text oh. messages there's like screenshots of text messages between Shia and Olivia of Shia basically saying like, I'm sorry, it's not the right fit for me.
2: Like, and now she's trying to characterize it totally differently than how it happened. Yes. Is, oh no, in the receipts. Oh, awkward.
0: Oh, awkward. yeah. Queen, and my queen Florence is saying nothing. Not, has
1: not said one thing. Has it. Hasn't even posted about the movie? So that's what kind
0: of spiraled a lot of these questions because everyone's like, well, why isn't she posting about the movie? In yeah. fact, every time Olivia Wilde or every time like a new trailer for this movie was getting released, Florence would promote a different project. It was very obvious, like something was afoot and then people start putting it together. And now she said she will only do one interview for press for the film. And so- oh. now-
2: oh uh, okay oh wow Olivia I wonder what she's gonna say now that there's video of her giving her that nickname and begging Shia not to leave that now she's saying I did the right thing, honey you've been caught in a lie that is not okay oh no that's
1: so embarrassing
2: no well
1: and I think it's even it's it makes it worse too because she basically was trying to like come off as this like big like feminist like woman savior and it's like that's clearly not Oh yeah,
2: my gosh, that is drama. And then all the drama, like I'm like Olivia, honey, why are you inserting yourself and causing all this drama? Because now she's come out and as s- accusing Jackson Sudeikis of you know purposely serving her those papers at CinemaCon. Oh or whatever. yeah, yeah, and humiliated me. Even though his camp, he says I had no idea they were going to do that. Blah blah blah. So that's another he he said she said and she said in that case like there's a reason I left that relationship. I I didn't see, it's you know, like, but it's now little, this, and it's
1: like you kind of sound a little
2: a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs now. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I don't really know what... You're not helping your case. Yeah, I'm like... And I hate but- to say that. Ugh. Yeah, I'm like, we obviously don't know the truth, but just based on this, move, the Don't Worry Darling movie drama, I'm kind of like, ooh, I, oh, I don't know what to believe, yeah. Olivia. Um,
0: well, I remember her from her days on The O.C. when she came and played uh, Marissa's girlfriend. And I remember she rubbed me the wrong way back then. And then... As an adult, I've enjoyed her. I think she's beautiful and everything. But I'm like, maybe little Claire was on to something. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. little Claire watching the OC had a good read on people. I don't know. I don't know. Little Claire had a good read, I think. Yeah. But Claire, it, it's,
2: it's so it's, I anything, yes. it's, If I know anything, I know two things about Olivia Wilde. One, I get a bad vibe. Two, she will die at some point. And mm-hmm. I'm just telling everybody that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. As my mom would say, we're all going to do it. <laughs> so you might as well accept it. <laughs> we're all going to do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And now what is this?
2: Are people saying Harry Styles is bald?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Now I've just got to Google pictures of it. Okay. Because
0: I, yeah. I, I did that the this. other day and fell asleep, I think, Googling pictures of Harry Styles bald. Um I've watched full TikToks about it. Cause, like, there's a blind item that's gone around that this singer and sometime actor has a hairpiece so authentic you wouldn't be able to recognize it. And Harry Styles has said before that it's very easy for him to go out in public because he can change his look very easily. And so people are like, it's him. He's bald. And so people think that blind item is either about Harry Styles or Justin Timberlake. Those are the two big ones that everyone oh. is. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I looked, I was looking at Justin Timberlake's hairline. It stayed exactly the same for a long time. Cause there's very unique little scars he has at his hairline,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but either way, I don't care if he's bald. I just think it's a very funny little rumor that's going on. <laughs>
2: I love celebrity rumors like this. Like that's so funny. I just Googled it. Yeah, there's pictures where people are like, look, it's obvious. And I'm like, it's not obvious, or we wouldn't all be confused.
0: I know. Yeah. Or, or like you wouldn't have to be like getting Bigfoot type footage to show me him adjusting his hairpiece or something. Um, and yeah. definitely someone would have taken a photo of bald Harry by now. Like there's exactly. everywhere. I know. Mm-hmm. But, it's just one of those things on TikTok I just enjoy. And me too. And that's along the same lines as can Leah Michelle read? Because Leah Michelle, <laughs> <seen> <laughs> <read? laughs> I don't know where it started or why, but there's like a big conspiracy theory that she cannot read. And I just recommend getting stuck in that part of TikTok because it's, I mean, I would say it's harmless because I would pretty much say with 99.9% certainty she can read so like no harm done but like it's quite funny to see the lengths people will go to try and prove that she cannot read
1: well there's like something silly
2: (laughs) for the people that start these rumors like where are you I don't know Uh,
1: I don't that's been going on for there was like something recent that had happened and people were like kind of like just spiraling from that, but I can't remember what it was. I wish I remembered. So sorry to even bring that up.
2: But you know, the article that I see on out.com, new video shows evidence that Leah Michelle can indeed read. And I'm like, find <laughs> <laughs> that story. And it's like, are you serious? Like, yeah. I?
0: I love it. I just find it to be endlessly entertaining. Yeah, any and article I get-
2: from July on website Indie 100, the theory that actress Leah Michelle is illiterate has resurfaced. <laughs>
0: I, it's just so dumb and I mean I'm sure I wouldn't like it if I was being accused no actually I think I would find it quite hilarious if the entire internet was trying to prove that I can't read because yeah I can read I'm just like y'all I can read
2: yeah, I mean, like I don't uh, what yeah, yeah I don't even know how to I'm like do you joke about it like come on TikTok and be like hey I want to read you guys this story I well I can't read it obviously um I have people that read it for me uh like I would just be in on the joke, but then you probably have people mad at you that are you know that are passionate about illiteracy programs and stuff, and like it's not a joke,
0: you know. Oh, so you sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean there's no winning, so just like let it happen and 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 carry on. But yeah. Uh, carry
1: no- on. I feel like she's had some fun with it too.
2: Like has she? Okay, has she? I didn't know if she's like commented or whatnot.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna elaborate. <laughs> yeah, no. no, I'm trying to remember because I I feel like she like someone. It was one of those things where I saw like comments by celebs had reposted something, you know, like Leah Michelle can't read, and then Leah Michelle had commented on it, being like kind of going along with, you know, just making fun of like the whole thing. So I think I
2: should have commented, and responded, and been like. Hey, I was tagged in this, but I have no idea what it's saying about me. Can someone fill me in? <laughs> <laughs> but like, can someone, send a, can someone attach a video telling me what you're
0: saying? That'd be a genius move, but I'm not sure <laughs> Leah Michelle has that kind of sense of humor either, so.
2: Yeah, I, she's a whole case yeah, study. Yeah. I mean, I'm not
0: willing to dive in on her, the rest
2: of her life, but. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, has anybody seen any new movies or
0: content or anything that they want to chat about in the last several weeks? I have not seen anything, I don't think, but I have listened to a podcast that I really liked, Fed Up. It's like, oh, a, it. it's a quick six episode, um, little dive into the world of the, the what's it called? The F diet? The, the F factor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw an, I heard an okay, ad. I've got to listen podcast. to this. I'm adding. Yeah. I'm
1: subscribing yeah. to it now. Yeah.
2: Yes. And I thought, oh my gosh, I have to download this. And I completely forgot about it. Claire, I'm so glad you brought this up.
0: Yes. yes. It yes. was really good. And it's, it's narrated or it's done by, well, it's a Wondery podcast, so they're all good. But the oh, person yeah. talking in it is Casey Wilson, who used to be on SNL and has been in a number of shows. And she just does love her an amazing job like she adding her little like type of humor into what she's saying so yeah i i really love listening to that
1: okay see will
2: is it wilson or williams wilson wilson okay wilson that doesn't make me look good it makes it seem like i'm making up that i like her i do really like her because she was on one of my favorite short-running sadly canceled now cult following shows on abc probably Happy eight Andrew. years ago happy endings i was devastated when they canceled that show my sister and i still will randomly bring it up and be like
1: remember happy endings it It was was so good.
2: it was brilliant the writing it was just such a great show so guys i think it's on streaming somewhere maybe on abc but happy endings a hilarious comedy show it's about a couple that the it was a group of friends like six friends and the Two of the friends were in, in a relationship and uh, the boy and the girl and the girl left him at the altar. And so it's how their friendship between all these six people survives and how they move forward in their lives, happy endings. And Casey was on it. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. No, yes, because yeah. Wow. It was probably a month ago. I had heard an ad on a different podcast and I thought, oh, this sounds so good. And then completely forgot about it.
0: So, I watched Glow Up, the newest season of that on Netflix, which is the British makeup show, and I, oh, really yeah, watched it. Yeah, that okay. Really-
1: yes, uh, I. Have been- go ahead, Jacqueline. No, you go ahead.
2: Well, the podcast I have been listening to this week, and I cannot believe it has taken me so long mm. to listen to this Criminal with Phoebe Judge. Oh,
0: see, I have actually tried to listen to it and I couldn't get into it. Yeah, same. Really? I love it. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you are. That's good. Loving it. Because a lot
2: of people do. And I've heard like, especially my favorite OG true crime podcast and I can uh, thank Claire Crouch for forever is obviously my favorite murder. And they will talk about it because like Karen, one of the hosts is obsessed with Phoebe Judge's voice. And they've had Phoebe Judge on there as a guest before. And I was like, I've heard about her a million times. I've just never listened. And for some reason, I started listening this week because I've been, with my new schedule, I haven't been able to make it to my gym classes as much because the schedule doesn't really fit for me. So I've just been walking a lot when I get home from work. So I'm listening to it. I was like, not only is her voice fantastic, I am loving it because it'll be short episodes, long episodes, and every episode is a different topic. And it's just really well-produced. And I'm just like, Phoebe Judge has got it going on. Mm. So that's been my obsession this week. As far as a show I've been watching, um, I finally started watching train wreck Woodstock 99.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's
2: really good. Yeah. I'm, I think I finished that episode two. We finished episode two last night. And then the one we watched earlier this week before that was the thing about John McAfee, the creator of McAfee. I, I haven't watched it yet.
0: Did you like it?
2: Really liked it. It's not as highly produced as some other net documentaries on Netflix. So it's not as slick as some of the other ones, but it's still really good. And it's just a freaking crazy story. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Like, the whole time, I'm like, is this guy just too smart for his own good? Is he- Yeah. Robotic, I'm, like, ha- I'm is
1: excited strong? to finish yeah. it. Yeah, I'm excited to finish it. I'm like halfway through. Oh, in okay. the Mentai
0: Teo documentary. Uh-huh. Oh, that was so good.
1: Oh, well, if you haven't watched that,
2: Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. It's a series on Netflix called Untold, yeah. but the first episode is the story of Menti Teo. Whoa, we texted about that over the last three weeks. All three of us were saying, oh, we've all watched it. How freaking crazy is that? And also- how freaking hot is he now
0: yeah yeah he's he's got that new teeth yeah he's definitely got some veneers potentially god because honestly what happened to him is really messed up it's so sad like and then people were accusing him of
2: being in on it i'm like what i'm like i think he was duped do i think after many many years he probably should have seen the signs and could have gotten out of it yes but we don't know what it's like to be that deep into a catfish situation. And he's not the first person to be caught up in a years long catfish situation, but it was just horrible. And I just, oh yeah. So if y'all haven't watched it, it really makes you understand the story more. Yeah, still for him and his family. And it, like, I'm it just really sense. interested
1: just to, I'm so interested just to see how that situation would play out like in, like even like three or four years after it happened.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was, I don't know. Yeah, what's really cool about it is, um, you hear from the catfisher, which yeah. a lot of times don't in cases like this. So the actual catfisher, the person who catfished him is in the documentary, the same amount, if not more than him, like telling their side of it and why they did it. And I have, I think that's a really important piece. Cause it does show like, cause that's always my question with people catfish, I, it's just like, why?
0: Yeah.
1: why? I mean, it's insane.
2: Yeah. It's so crazy. Jacqueline, what about you? Any shows or podcasts or
1: anything you want to? Um, I have some shows um so if you're looking for like a another like crime documentary um I have a couple but the one that i watched that I really liked recently was called I Just Killed My Dad yes Um, I haven't watched
2: I've heard recommendations
1: yeah it was really good um it basically starts off where this kid obviously kills his dad he shoots him to death and he calls 911 and the famous line is i just killed my dad. So mm. police get there so you know they're like okay well you know he already confessed so they're thinking oh we're just going to go and it's going to be this easy like you know open and close case. Uh absolutely not. Mm. So then it just all this crazy stuff happens like he this kid was kidnapped and like you it's just like in like so insane and um it just really um, there's a lot of things that happen like behind the scenes and yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was like, a, it was just a really well done documentary. Um, and I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on a lighter note, um, another series I binged last weekend was called Instant Dream Home, oh, which yeah, is it's like cute. Over. Yeah. It's kind of like if Queer Eye only did the house part okay yeah you know so like they're not like you know knocking out a whole house but they're like repainting walls and like redecorating and but they do an entire house um yeah it's it's a really cute show and they do it for like you know families or people who like are super you know involved in their community and it tells their stories and I don't know It was a very, just like, fun show to have on in the background. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I really liked it. And I haven't started watching it yet, but I'm going to this week, Selling um, Sunset OC. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or Selling OC.
0: Selling OC, yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet either. I haven't really heard much about it either, so I'm interested to hear how you like it.
1: Yeah. All I've heard about it is that the clothes are even smaller on this um, group.
0: Okay. than they are
1: on Sunset so I'll be
0: interested to see but yeah yeah I'll probably watch it I I like Selling Sunset enough that I'll I have goodwill toward their franchise and it's easy to watch <laughs> yeah totally
2: yeah one for people to know is that we dress very similarly while taping this podcast as oh, they yeah. do Selling Sunset like um the clothes are tiny yeah all, all three of us right now are so scantily glad. It's crazy. Insane. Insane. Okay. Um, anything else? Or do we want to move into favorites and self-care? It's been a while since we've Let's got to move it. Let's do it. Let's get right, right. into
1: it. Mm, mm. Who wants to go
0: first? Mm, mm. I'll go. Okay. You do it, Claire. Um, my Claire favorite thing is finally helping me get my life back together. I don't know who I thought I was. I finally got a planner again, a written planner. I didn't have one because um, I've I've always had a, a, a planner I write in. I have my work calendar, I have my phone, and then I have my written planner. And these are different things that serve different purposes and I need them. And I, like my planner that I love, I love a Bando planner It usually runs August to August. And so when I got here, my old planner was expired. And so I didn't buy a new one. And, um, I just finally got a new one, and my life feels so much more together. And I know when I'm doing things and what I'm doing, and my life just isn't out there in space. And I'm not left like trying to remember when anything is, or when I can record this podcast, or (laughs) I can go to my parents' house. I mean, I was just like, oh, I can't remember what I'm doing. Chaotic. Um, text
2: that we had last week trying to figure out when we could record this week because Claire poor thing she did need that planner and I can relate I can't function without a Uh "Do it this night and then she'd write back almost immediately and go I can't do it that night I'm sorry I'm insane and then we'd schedule another night and she'd go I'm so sorry I I can't do it well because I I feel like I had
0: lined my life up in a way where I was like okay I know I can't ever do anything on a Wednesday night and so I don't schedule anything for a Wednesday but then yeah same I have something like for the next couple months I can't do Wednesday nights and yeah. but then I had scheduled stuff for Tuesday nights and then we were trying to record on Tuesdays <laughs> I was like oh I can't do it anymore I'm losing it um, but I'm I'm all straightened out and the, where's your planner from I it, I get it from that store Bando B-A-N dot D-O oh yeah sorry you may have just said it. sorry and the, they're always like so beautiful. I think the days are just the right amount of space and there's stickers, which I love stickers. Um, I've already used so many of them. Um, and I just, it makes me happy. It's covered in butterflies and makes me happy. Um, and then my self-care is like the baby steps into doing something I've been talking and dreaming about doing for so long. I deleted Facebook off my phone, but okay. my profile still exists. So it, I haven't deleted that, but I just haven't been on Facebook in a while. And then I did delete my professional Instagram. That profile has ceased to exist. I just simply can't do it anymore. I'm not, I don't ever, I've never enjoyed that aspect of being in the public eye. (laughs) And since Uh now I'm really not anymore. I, I don't know that this really counts or if it does, I don't know. Um, But I'm just happy to not have that anymore. And I do want to say, because I've gotten some requests from folks out there and I love you and we value you as listeners, but my private Instagram is always just been reserved for people I know personally that I've spent time with in like their home or my home. I don't know. It's just the way I run my situation. Um, No, I'm the
2: same. A lot of people that are in media,
0: some people have just public facing social
2: media accounts and that's all they have. But I think an equal amount, if not more have public accounts and private accounts. And yeah, sometimes you just want stuff that's just for you and your friends and family. Yeah. And
1: yeah. I, no
0: my public account. And I'm honestly really happy that I did. I just didn't get a lot of fulfillment from it. I never updated it. I didn't think it was representative of me in the first place. So I would always kind of like cringe when I saw it. I just didn't like it, you know? So yeah. I'm happy to, be free of that. I appreciate all of the people who interacted with me on there, but it, that's just, I haven't, I would, I dream of a life without social media. I've been very open about that. <laughs> <laughs> so yes,
2: I'm proud of you for taking that step because even though you've wanted to do that for a long time, I'm sure it still, it almost felt wrong in a way or felt bad in a way, or maybe it was like, a, oh gosh, I can't take this back. If I do delete it kind of way, was there any of that
0: kind of in yeah. your head or? Well, yeah, and definitely, like, I feel it in the sense that, like, I haven't deleted my actual Instagram, and I haven't deleted my Facebook profile, because there is a part of me where I'm like, I can't get rid of that. I, it still, it does feel like a, a connection to the world, or a lifeline to people that I feel, I do think if it was completely gone, I would miss, but I am enjoying trying to exercise some distance, I guess. Yeah. And just more living
2: your life for you. Yeah. Yes. Living, you know? Yeah.
1: And living it out loud. And those accounts, like you can, if you, for out. whatever reason, decide you want them again, you can go and reactivate them.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's truly not, yeah. the, but I like love proud of you. I that's
2: awesome that's something you've wanted to do a long time I'm proud of you for doing it I'm sure it's a weight off your shoulders
0: and I think it's freaking awesome thank you wow what a what a world we live in where I'm like oh, I finally deleted my account and I feel so proud <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> I
2: love you. no that's I love awesome that. and have the freedom to do it because you weren't really allowed to do it when you were working in news you had to have those accounts you know yeah yeah and so it's probably yeah it's a freedom taking back your life taking back your space so I think that's great
1: Thank you.
2: i will create a clear crouch uh, burner instagram that people think is a profile of you and i'm just gonna okay.
0: please do because i'd love to see
2: we're gonna what, rage what she gets up to oh my <laughs> god it's just a lot of content about olivia wilde harry styles leah michelle I mean, it's just more of a conspiracy account Who oh, honestly mm-hmm. that. <laughs> i'll follow excellent okay, okay. I'll go next. My favorite thing this week is guys, I had, I still had a couple of gift cards that I had not used for my wedding last year, uh, to bed, bath and beyond. And I made a purchase that I have been mulling over for probably three or four years. And it came and I am so delighted. And I used it for the first time. And I was like, did you get potato? Oh, no. Oh, here." <laughs> And that was quite the tease. I should have been like, y'all guess what it is. But was a good guess. Did you get a Dyson hair wrap? Oh, I I didn't get the hair wrap. I just got a Dyson cordless vacuum. Oh,
1: nice.
2: (laughs) I know. I I was like, so it was, I got the least expensive one. It was still like 500 bucks or something, but I had gift cards. So most of it was paid for. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who gave me a gift card uh, for the wedding last year, but it came and I was just like, I was not gonna make one of those like stupid posts everybody makes now. Like, you know
1: you're an adult when you and
2: I'm like, I I, I can't yeah. When you know you're excited about the vacuum. I'm like, shut up. But I am so excited about this vacuum. I used it the other night and literally Matt was getting so annoyed because I kept being like, but like literally, like, look how much it's picking up. Like it's i just vacuumed in here the other day with the other vacuum. Like it's picking up so much. Like Dyson's got it going on anyway I am just so excited I like truly you know because Dyson just it's a thing that's out of reach for most people including myself and I would have never not only that because it's so ridiculously expensive but I have a problem buying expensive things most of the time because I just feel like I don't deserve it it's a weird mental thing I'm always like no I can always get a cheaper version like I don't need to spend the money and why do I need that so I finally bought it and I'm like this thing is freaking awesome so I'm just so (laughs) excited It's so stupid. Um, but anyway and then it's like Dyson it's like an art form for these vacuum makers the packaging was so delightful and then the instruction packet and then it comes with literally like a the most expensive like I can't even think of what it is you know when you get an invite to something and it's like that really hard it's not construction paper it's not It's just like really thick paper. It was like this booklet telling the story of Dyson. No.
0: And it was really hard,
2: cardstock, that's the word. Really hard, glossy cardstock. And it was like an eight page like binder pamphlet and it's pictures of the Dyson creator and it just tells his life story and how the Dyson came to be and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, soaking it up. But I still was like, it's a vacuum. (laughs) Like what are
0: we doing? You are a Dyson truther now you love it
2: truther like i was like y'all i love this for you i know like i couldn't believe it i was like so honestly who knows maybe i will buy the dyson hair wrap if i get more gift cards because i'll still never allow myself to buy that otherwise but anyway so loving the dyson hashtag dyson sponsor us let's all three get vacuums oh my Um, god what a dream a dream it is it's so wonderful. I'm so excited. I've only used it once and truly I was being so annoying about it. Like I was like, this is all I care about. Yeah, like I was just like going over the same spot like 10 times. I'm like, Ollie, look. That's hilarious. um, and self-care is as I mentioned earlier, I have been showering at night lately and really enjoying it. I made the change because I wanted to not something that was hard for me when I did mornings many years ago was. It's just when you're tired, when you're first waking up like that, it's a lot to shower, dry your hair. Then you have to get to work because you're on TV and do your hair, do your makeup. It's like the whole process of getting ready was not fun anymore. It was stressful. You're looking at the clock and it's just a freaking lot to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to really approach this new morning schedule differently than I have in years past. And I'm just trying to really not fight it and just make the best decisions to make it better. So I was like, you know, I'm going to shower at night. I've been doing it the last two weeks loving it. It's so relaxing at night. And literally in the mornings I wake up and I'm out the door in less than 30 minutes Yeah, and I don't yeah. get up. I just brush my teeth. I do my skincare, come downstairs, make my coffee. I throw on clothes. That's it. Yeah. And so then by the time I get to work, I'm not like sweaty from showering and drying my hair. I'm not already resentful over how much time I've already spent getting ready. And now I have to do my hair and makeup. Like, Oh, So I have been loving it and it's helped me really stick to, because you guys have known taking my makeup off at night has always been a struggle for me. For me, it's just like, I'm like, oh, but now that I shower at night, it's like, I do a full skincare routine at night. It just feels so good. So I'm just loving, it's helping. Yeah. I'm just like loving the vibe of it at night, but loving the time and the way it's helping me stay calm in the mornings. Nice.
1: Showering at night is like an at-home spa. It is, because you're not rushed. You usually
2: think when you shower during the day, you're usually having to go somewhere. And that's mm-hmm. why you're, it's like
1: at night, you're just like, I'm going to put on lotion skin. and put my PJs over that. Yeah, I'm going to put some lotion and I'm going to shave and then I'm going to use a fancy body wash and it's just like so it's comfy. The it's the whole thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If y'all are ever sitting at home
2: what I'm doing, I'm vacuuming and showering. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. I love um, it. it. It's a you're like the constant question is is that a hair dryer is it the Dyson? We don't know. We don't know what the you know sound what?
1: is. Anyway, Jack, what about you? Um, so my favorite thing this week, uh, kind of going back to the TV and all that stuff we were talking about. Um, so there's this show on Netflix called I Am a Killer. Oh. And, and um, I think it's like the the third season I want to say just came out. It's a really good show. Um basically it's like a docu series style where each episode they follow someone different who's on um death row or you know like incarcerated for life. Oh, wow. Um so and they they go, they tell their story, like what happened. So they tell the story of what happened during the crime from the killer's point of view at first, okay? okay. And then they bring in like the victim's family the Uh detective and blah 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 and basically say like the exact opposite of what like the killer said and then they're like well the killer and then they go into like all of these things that happened you know to the killer to like basically you know it basically just explores like what makes a killer a killer and each episode um and
2: are any, yeah, sorry to are these killers saying they're innocent or are they all admitting I did this?
1: Um, both.
2: Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's really good. I do like the second where you said like what makes a killer. Cause that is yeah. what's
1: fascinating. But, then, but it's really cool because they do, they, they talk to like all sides. So they talk to like family of like the you know the convicted killer they talk to like the law enforcement officers who investigated it they talk to like the victim's family and friends or other witnesses like they they so they really do get like the full you get like the full story from it um okay yeah and some episodes are definitely better than others but the third season just came out like sometime this week and I think I watched like four episodes (laughs) last yesterday no. I don't know I just was like I like could not turn it off but oh that speaks yeah. to how good it is okay that's a good recommendation yeah. it's one oh. of those shows and there's three seasons of it so it's a pretty and it's like an easy you know watch um, the- you find a new
2: show that has multiple seasons and you're like oh yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah
1: I immediately saw Netflix season three was out and I was like oh hell yeah <laughs> so I, was like, <laughs> I was like I can't wait for this <laughs>
2: love it so much that
1: is awesome yeah so um and then my self-care of the week is for the past like month I guess about right now I have been on trying to eat as like whole 30 as I can oh cool um so which is you know basically just like no added sugars fruit you know, just mainly focusing on meat, uh-huh. you know, fresh yeah. fresh food, all of that stuff.
2: That so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Done Whole30, but I do think it's a really clean, cool concept.
0: I yes. Adopt, recommit myself to that cause. I feel like... I know. Of- I'm we just, like, recommit- I'm
1: allowing, like, dairy and, like, my coffee creamer when I drink coffee, but then I'm, like, okay, I'm trying to, like, just not really do it the rest of the day, and I don't know. Just mm-hmm. kind of... I'm a little... Well, uh, little like a week feeling
2: do you feel good I mean
1: yeah I feel good I mean I haven't totally like x things out like one on Saturday night I did have a couple pieces of pizza and I um did have some wine but I haven't been like I don't know it hasn't been you know I've been trying to eat as much as possible close to whole 30 as I can and then um you know just like sick to drinking like two nights a week so yeah I feel I feel good so far I'm just trying to read it in so that's good and it probably yeah Yeah. that's awesome
2: start feeling good it makes you want to stick with it so that's awesome very cool
0: Yay, we did it you guys
1: we did it we're so happy to be back and thank you to
2: everybody that messaged us asking sorry we were gone for two weeks and you know but sometimes life gets in the way we just could not coordinate it happens but we're back and um, so excited. So follow us on Instagram. Um, send us your comments to theablockpod at gmail.com. Um, you can interact with us on Twitter as well. You can find Jacqueline and I on Instagram um, yeah. as well. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> it. Claire has gone off the grid. I'm going off the grid. Off the grid. Uh, Capitalism popped off today, ladies. I don't know. I just want to say it. It, it didn't apply there, but I just really want to say it. But it's so good. I know. I love it. Oh. it's the way she says it and the fact that she thought that sentence is hilarious because it's just like ladies like, it's like capitalism just allows Hey, oh. ladies there yeah it's just her her delivery is so hilarious it is so good <laughs> uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys write review subscribe share with your friends tag us tell us your favorite thing we talked about or if there's another topic you want us to talk about we always- yes yeah.
1: we would want to hear about it yeah
2: Holla at your girls. Let I'll us know if it's it too soon to have a pumpkin cream cold brew if you've had one already, because at the time this pops up uh, or gets posted, it is September 1st. Um, um, yeah, let us know when you think if you're going to get one and what you get. Do you get the PSL or do you have the pumpkin cream cold brew, which we all three think is so superior?
0: Definitely superior. So really evaluate it if you're not choosing that one. But hey. Yeah, because you
2: you
1: know you're wrong. So you can love
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Just know we will judge you.
0: Okay. All right.
2: All right, gals, love you all so much and love all the listeners. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The A Block. Love Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. You, Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With
2: family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chompacasino.com.